I think to me, the most important answer to that is that every email you send lands with every single member of your mailing list. They might not open it, but at the very least, your name and the headline has appeared in their inbox. Even if they delete it, they've seen you, they've, you, you've existed. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode four of four with Sam and he's back with me. Hello. Welcome back, Sam. Hi, Christine. It's good to be back. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the first three episodes, I really recommend you do. There's lots of, lots of tips in there for digital marketing, for funnel building, or to create actually content that's valuable to the people that you are targeting. And today we're talking a bit more about email marketing. So over to you, Sam, straight in. So email marketing, and we've sort of skirted over, I think, in a couple of the podcasts now, haven't we? But I think it's really key and it, it's really useful still. So I, th I think with social media, sometimes it's questioned a little bit as sort of why would I want email marketing? I think to me, the most important answer to that is that every email you send lands with every single member of your mailing list. They might not open it, but at the very least, your name and the headline has appeared in their inbox. Even if they delete it, they've seen you, they've, you, you've existed. If you put a post out on LinkedIn, on Facebook, what, 10% of your followers might see it if you're lucky. If you get a good time and a good bit of engagement, maybe it will be more than that. But it's kind of, it's there and it's gone and it's a bit ethereal and, and you've lost it. Not that social media doesn't work and it's good in its own way, but I think that sort of more engaging in the long term is getting people onto email marketing lists so that they're getting something regularly for you in their inbox. And like I say, it can just be the fact you've landed their inbox. I've had reply, I've personally had replies to email newsletters that the reply has been totally irrelevant to the content of the email newsletter, but they want to buy my services. It just has been that I've popped into their inbox at the right time at the right moment and they've gone, oh, Sam, I need him for something and I haven't even read it. And it sort of got me a sale. But the content is key because no, nobody's going to read it. It's not useful. So beyond that, what you put in the email marketing is really key and is really important. And that's got to be thought about and planned carefully to make sure it works because you've sort of worked hard to get people onto your email marketing list and you don't want to lose them. So the, the normal thing people do, obviously, is send out a newsletter. And I think the key is, although we're calling it a newsletter, it's not a newsletter. Some people do send them out and go, it's very exciting. My cat had kittens this week. And, you know, and it's kind of personal nonsense. It's got to be, you know, engaging for the, for the person it's arriving with. You've got to think about what have you sort of talked about on social media? What do people know you as an expert for? You've got to kind of carrying on that engagement and that content and sort of take it to the next level a little bit yeah so you've got to think about what's in there think about your newsletter what you're going to put in there and I think there's a few things to think about obviously it's got to be engaging so it's definitely got to have sort of some good content in there I think humor is good in there a little bit of humor you know maybe a bit of self-deprecating humor about your industry could always be good a little cartoon a little throwaway joke you know just to sort of lighten the mood a bit some sort of sales stuff in there is good. It's getting the balance right there. If your email marketing is a, is just sales, then no one's going to be interested. But you do want to eventually move people from just getting your email to buying. So there's kind of a, a 
delicate balance there and how you do that is up to you some people kind of put little sales messages in regularly other people sort of don't put any at all but then the odd message will be a very blatant sales message which in some ways very clear to people if you know what I mean you know this is my information message and then this one coming is my sales message and it's sort of very clear to people but there's different ways of doing that the getting to know you in there is good as well you know the little like I said people don't want stories about your cat and what endlessly what you did at the weekend but little snippets about getting to know you that's sort of relevant is good to build that relationship we talked i can't remember on which podcast christine but we talked didn't we about the the interactivity on email marketing and asking questions and you don't always get replies but that can still be beneficial the feeling that people get from that and i think that trying to build a feeling of a sort of a community if you like the seth godin book what he calls it the tribe that feeling of you know a community and trying to you know offer this is for people in this group i'm you know telling this just to you guys that kind of building that people feeling they're part of something which again is part of that interactivity i think for sure and again we mentioned in previous episodes about the being consistent and regular and also the other day i was actually participating in a webinar that was about newsletter in general and they were exactly what you were saying so make them feel part of the tribe of what you're doing even though they haven't bought anything or maybe they're not part of your if you have a facebook group or whatever but they're part of your community already if they are signed up to your newsletter and also think about the consistency within the newsletter I think so if you if you design certain pillars they call it in that one I, I do have that already for more than a year where I have always the same sections with different content of course but that really helps people to understand what they're getting and what they can expect even before they sign up plus they it's easier to navigate through and being consistent in how often you send it is also very important too often I know of people that send it randomly, which can also work. <laughs> However, if you have a certain rhythm with everything that you do in marketing, that's better because human beings are creatures of habit <laughs> and that will yeah. for sure help. It's interesting because I sort of paused for a bit there. And yes, the next point I've got down is consistency. It's exactly what you brought up. You write the consistency of how often it goes, of the branding, of the content. Yeah, they're all really important, aren't they? There's a balance, isn't it, with the content, with keeping it consistent, but not boring, you know, having generally the same sections in. But, you know, like with your website, it you know, moving it a little bit over time, starting to move things out that maybe aren't working so well, trying new things in while keeping the general big picture, the newsletter about the same. So people know, you know, roughly where they find things that, you know, if the little bit about you, they know where that is. The little bit about sales, they know where that is. The, the you know, the, there are some things that different people will like. And if you've got that consistency, they know where to find it. And you're right, timing is important. And, and lots of people ask about this, about how often should I send an email newsletter? And there's a, there's a range of factors, aren't there? And, and partly, as you say, with consistency, the key is, well, how often can you manage? So you, if you want to do it once a week, you've got to, first of all, have a lot of 
content to send and you've got to make sure you can send it once a week the worst thing in the world would be to not say would be you know to send it for two weeks in a row and then miss a week and then do one and then miss three weeks and so i think i'm always be realistic about how often you can send it you know how often can you manage to send a good consistent newsletter because it's way better to be a really good one regularly once a month than a sort of thrown together half done effort once a week that's a you know that's a bit lacking in any any kind of significant content but i think also there's a there's a limit in that i think more than probably once a month is the minimum i don't think it should be more than that and again too many will eventually start to drive people mad it's a it's a it's a difficult question and it's people trying to find the right balance isn't it with that yeah it is and it's it's a bit trial and error but you can also ask them Ask them yeah. and say, okay, is it too much if I send it to you every week? Because me, for example, I send it every week and I really get hardly any unsubscribers and just more subscribers and good feedback. But it's also because it's laid out in a way that it may be easy, like I said, to navigate and you can click on something if you want to read more, if you want to watch video or anything. So it's not long content it's snippets of things and if they want to go deeper into something they can click on it and read it on my latest blog post or whatever in valuable tools and resources that I find very useful that I use on a daily basis for example that make things easier automated and more productive but yeah again it's finding that balance knowing again how often can you actually do it and so I think I started years ago with every two weeks then I changed it to every month because it was just too much for me to create things. By now, I have so much fun because I my journey is already in the 11th year. <laughs> so yeah. I, I do have a lot of content and I don't actually have to search or create new things for the newsletter and just add it in there. But again, yeah, it's trial and error. And it, exactly like I said, if, you, if you're getting some feedback that something doesn't work or if you can, if you feel, okay, it's a bit too much, you can also change it or change a bit of the things inside. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people sort of ask, well, that's the other thing as well as the timings. They say, well, what do I put in the newsletter? And like you said, content, you know, content you've already created is, is a lot of it. You know, if you're managing to blog two or three times a month and you're managing to create a vlog or two, you've sort of you've already created your newsletter content, haven't you? Because you just do a little snippet from it, a link to it. And, you know, that that's half your newsletter or more written already. You don't need it doesn't need to be hugely long. It's sort of like you say, it's little snippets of information guiding people to different places, guiding people to the latest podcast episode, guiding places, people to a podcast, a vlog that you've done, guiding people to a relevant blog and, you know, a little snippet of information about it. So if you're regularly creating content, then actually a newsletter is quite quick to create because you're just putting together the content you've already created in one place and sending it to people. And it means the content you're creating is getting out there much better, which is great. And like you said, Christine, don't be afraid of of recycling content. I think some people think, oh, you know, well, I've sent that blog out already. You think, well, you know, if you sent it out a year and a half, two years ago, nobody's going to notice if you send it out again. You know, it's absolutely fine. And maybe give it a quick read through because in the last two years, you might have changed your viewpoint on something. You don't want to be contradicting yourself. But, you know, yeah, if you've got lots of old content in there, by no means, you know, it's great. It's a resource for you. It saves you a lot of time and effort. Get it back out there. Recycle it. Just, you know, keep track so you don't keep recycling the same one every month because people are going to spot that. But yeah, you know, recycle the content you've got. Make your life easier, certainly. 
I, th I think stats is the last one. So you can get really clear stats on your newsletter. And I think it's really important to look at those and use those to help you over time. So, you know, you can see which newsletters are more popular than others. So, you know, if you've got certain themes in your newsletter, you might find one newsletter is way more popular than another. How many clicks you've got, which click which links people are going to maybe lots of people you go into your vlogs and hardly any to your blog so then you know you can think okay more vlogs needed or more interesting blogs whatever it is so yeah use those stats to track what's going on you've got lots of them you can find out all sorts of things so that's really important and then you can use that a b testing as well which is really good in a newsletter which means you two you can send two slightly different versions so it might be a send one half on a tuesday and one half on a wednesday and you see which which gets opened more it might be you try slightly different content or the same content with slightly different writing you can do all sorts of slight variations but you can just try and play and send different versions to different people and it's done automatically not literally having to go down your email list and go oh i'll send fred that one but you can just sort of you know test and play a bit and and try tweaks and get the data to see what works because the yeah the data doesn't lie and it's all well getting a feeling what you think about the newsletter but the key is what are the stats telling you? How many people did open it? How many people did click? You might have thought the one last week was brilliant, but when you look, actually it flopped and the one before that you weren't so impressed with, you know, whoa, you've got loads of clicks. So those stats are really important, I think, to sort of inform you going forwards. Lovely idea also with the test of when to send the newsletter. I haven't thought of this myself, actually. I send them on a Wednesday, spread out over the days because that's maybe something else someone needs to think about. Where yeah, time. Go. Yeah, yeah and time that's and it, time as well as day. And, yeah, day, time, depending on where the people are from, if you know that, maybe you're asking that when they sign up. However, also where you're hosting it, you might be limited to a certain amount of emails per hour and all these kind of things to think about. Okay, one thing I also wanted to say, everyone who's listening, you might know this already if you have listened to previous episodes. If not, I just want to mention it again. On creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast, you can find all the info about Sam, how to contact him, check out his website, find him on LinkedIn, and all the, all the links you can find there, like I said, in this series. Um, just feel free to connect and reach out to him if you want to have a chat and see maybe if he can help you. Anything else to add from there, Sam, from that side? No, no, brilliant. All the information will be there. And yeah, it'd be great to chat and meet people for your podcast. I really enjoyed talking to you, enjoyed our conversation. I always learn something new when I talk to my guests. And this is one of the reasons, one of the selfish reasons why I do the podcast, because I'm meeting so many great people. So really, from my heart, thank you so much for your time and all the input that you gave because i'm i know it's a lot of value to my listeners and to myself no problem it's been brilliant to be with you that was it thanks for tuning in and just to let you know there's a free 30-day kickstart your business challenge available on my website creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart and it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days and if you could leave a review for this podcast please 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 do so because it will help me with my ranking thanks so much i'm looking forward to talking to you next time bye bye